Welcome back to the Alcohol Tipping Point Podcast. I'm your host, Deb Maisner, registered nurse, health coach, and alcohol-free badass. And today I have a solo episode, and it is about asking yourself better questions. In fact, I have come up with 100 questions. Yep, seriously, 100 questions. I'm not going to go through them all in the show. Uh, But they are designed to help you change your drinking, and I put it together as a gift for you, and holy smokes, it's a doozy. There's, I guess when I was designing this, I was thinking 100 for some reason, (laughs) and then as I made it, I was like, that's that's a lot of questions, but they're really good. Um, You can get the free download by just scrolling down and clicking on the link, um, or you can go to my website, alcoholtippingpoint.com slash 100 questions and get the download for yourself. But I wanted to go through a bit of them for you today because I think that they can be really, really helpful. All right. So first of all, our brain is a powerful tool that's able to answer any question you ask it. And so by asking high quality, empowering questions, you get creative and inspiring answers. It's like your brain goes to work searching for the answers to what you're presenting. So if you're asking, how can I be happier? Your brain comes back with wonderful ideas. If you're asking instead, why can't I quit drinking? What's wrong with me? Then your brain's going to come up with some answers and you might not like them. So if you have a belief that you're totally out of control, you're going to feel hopeless. You're going to feel out of control, and then you're going to act that out by drinking out of control. And the result may be that you keep drinking more, which will, of course, prove that you're out of control of your drinking, right? Oh, that's a a cycle, right? So ask yourself better questions like, how can I manage my emotions without drinking or How can I not drink and have fun at the same time? And that way, your brain will go to work finding answers that will serve you. And you'll likely come up with much more creative and wonderful ideas that will move you closer to your goal. So I am going to go through a few of the questions. And I'm going to pull it up on my little PDF that I made. And I just highlighted a few that I wanted to bring to your attention. And you may want to follow along. You may want to pause the podcast and get out a piece of paper and write it down or come back to it um, or go download that document right now. So one of the first things we do with drinking is, well, the, the fir- one of the first things we do with any change in our lives is become aware of it. You know, there's that whole saying, ignorance is bliss. And I'm sure you can think back to a time when you were drinking and you were blissfully unaware of any problems it was causing. I I know that that was my case for a long time. But once I became more aware of my drinking, of the problems it was causing, of alcohol itself uh, and the negative consequences of alcohol on your physical health, on your mental health, then it was like, I just couldn't go back. I couldn't go back to normal drinking. I just knew too much. So this awareness is so key to changing any behavior. And so when you're first changing your drinking, one of the things you really want to do is just sit down and assess it and ask yourself, what are all the benefits of drinking? Because really, you wouldn't drink if you weren't getting benefits out of it. So write down a list of everything you're getting out of drinking. 
And, and that could be stress relief, that could be anxiety relief, that could be social, that could be some fun component, that could be the buzz. So write down all of those. And then the next question would be, well, what are all the benefits of not drinking? And again, those are your answers may go to better sleep, improved relationships, um, less anxiety, more focused, those kinds of things. And then ask yourself, what are the negative effects of drinking? So when you drink, what are some of the negative effects? That could be your hangovers, your, your fighting, your increased anger, increased anxiety, those kinds of things. And then you ask yourself, what are the negative effects of not drinking? And so some of the negative effects of not drinking for you may be that you feel left out, that you aren't having that five o'clock happy hour with your husband anymore. Um, <laughs> you know, right now I have a hard time thinking of negative effects of not drinking because... <laughs> I just feel like it's such a positive thing. However, when you're in it, you you will find those answers and they can be very eye-opening. And so that that's just one of the set of questions for assessing your drinking. And something to think about is what is the pain for you of not changing your drinking? And is drinking in line with your life vision or your overall life plan? And if you don't know the answer, what does your gut tell you? How, how is drinking fitting into your life? Here's some other questions when we're assessing our drinking. How is drinking affecting my overall happiness? How is it impacting my relationships? How do I physically feel after drinking? And how is drinking alcohol getting in the way of my life? I want you to really think about those different questions and I want you to honestly answer them and write them down. It, it helps if you physically like hand write out your answers. There's something that is helpful in taking something out of your mind and putting it onto paper. And if you're if you're a kind of person that likes to just do it electronically, that's okay too. But there is that additional benefit of handwriting something uh, that is can be very helpful for making change. So then as we go along in all these questions, one category is about goal sizing. And so some of the questions in that category are, is being alcohol-free forever the right size to be working on. So maybe that's not where you're at right now. Maybe it's really hard to commit to never drinking again. I know that can be such a huge goal. I mean, try not doing anything for the rest of your life. That that can be very daunting. So what would be the minimum, like super easy level of goal to achieve? So maybe that's a 10-day break for you. Maybe you need to start there. And then what would be your target level of goal to achieve? And so maybe your target would be 100 days. Maybe it's a year without drinking. And then the following question is, what would be your extraordinary level of goal to achieve? And maybe that is getting to the point where you no longer desire alcohol anymore. 
in your life where you're a non-drinker, where you, you can confidently say, like, I, I don't need to drink again. I'm never going to drink again. And if you need help with some of those smaller goals, I do have a, a free 10-day email course. It's a 10-day alcohol-free goal, and you can get that at alcoholtippingpoint.com slash 10-day holiday. And that it just helps sometimes just to have a few days under your belt. I mean, I know even sometimes that first day can be a miracle for a lot of people. Uh, and so sometimes having five days, not drinking on the weekends, can be a very manageable goal for you. I mean, just start somewhere. And then I'm going to go along and go to the category identifying options. And those are options like, what can you do to change your drinking, right? So one of the questions is, what specifically have you done so far? And what worked and what didn't? And that's just keeping, you know, that's one of those things where you take what helps and leave the, leave the rest. Find out what's working for you. Have you been successful in the past? Have you had long breaks without alcohol? What, what made you successful then? What helped then? How can you apply that to now? And another great question is, what would you advise your best friend to do if they were in your situation? So often we're good at giving out advice. We, we can dole it out with the rest of them, and we're so helpful for other people. Can you turn that onto yourself? And along those lines, what would your best friend advise you to do? And what would someone who inspires you do? in your situation, if they were looking at your life and you're trying to change your drinking, what would they do? How about what if money were not an issue? How would your drinking change if money were not an issue? How would you address your problem? And what is the decision you have been avoiding? Have you been on the fence? Have you been trying to drink moderately? Or are you ready to be done? Well, let's move on to taking action. Uh, so this is part of like what you can actually do. It's the how, right? It's the how. We, we ask a lot of why questions. This is how. So how could you make not drinking more enjoyable or fun? And who else could help you in completing this goal of not drinking? And how about what's one action you could take in the next 10 minutes? What is something you could do right after this podcast that would help you not drink? It could be writing all these down. It could be getting a non-alcoholic beverage. It could be calling a friend and telling them your plan. It could be signing up for some group program. What's one action you could take in the next 10 minutes? And then what are three actions you could take that would make sense this week? What are three specific things you could do this week? to not drink. 
And next we come to commitment. And commitment is different than intention. We've talked about this before. So intention is kind of like, yeah, I'd like to not drink or yeah, I'd like to go to coffee with you someday. That's kind of intention. (laughs) But commitment is where you make a plan and you stick to it. You are committed to not drinking for 10 days. You are committed to having coffee with your friend on Friday at 3 p.m. So Here are some commitment questions. What specifically will you do to change your drinking? How do you normally sabotage yourself and what will you do differently this time? What specifically will you ask your supporters to do for you? And then here's some feeling questions. How will you feel Once you have completed your non-drinking goal, let's picture yourself at the end of that 30-day month and you haven't had a drink all month and you've navigated some pretty difficult life situations and you've done it all without drinking. How are you feeling at the end of the month? Are you feeling proud, satisfied, happy, content. Maybe you're sitting up straighter. Maybe you're smiling more. Think about how you will feel once you've completed your non-drinking goal. And then here's a fun one. How will you reward yourself once you complete your non-drinking goal? A lot of people like to add up how much money they would have spent on alcohol and realize like, oh shit, like I saved $400 this month. Like what, how are you gonna treat yourself? What are you gonna do? And I think you should do something just for yourself. Go go buy, buy something, go get a massage, go, go on a little mini vacay, just do something for yourself, treat yourself. Okay. I'm going to talk a bit about cravings and triggers with these next questions. What discomfort do you have during a craving when you're not acting on it? Describe in detail what exactly is uncomfortable about the experience. So when you're home at night, it's it's five o'clock, you're trying to make dinner, the kids are going cuckoo, you had a stressful day at work. What does it feel like when you're like, God, I just want to drink. Oh, I just want to drink. Like what does, what are you feeling in your body? Are you feeling tightness? Is your heart racing? What are you feeling? And now the next thing to follow up with that question is, Write about the discomfort you have after a night of drinking. Describe in detail all the uncomfortable physical and emotional sensations you have after a night of drinking. So the next morning you wake up and you have a headache, your stomach hurts, you feel anxious, your heart's racing, you're queasy. It, you, oh, just that drudgery of the hangover the next day. And I, and you feel shame. 
and you feel misery that you did it again. And then I want you to look at those two answers. What discomfort did you have during your craving and what discomfort do you have after a night of drinking? Look at those two questions. Look at your answers to those. And then ask yourself, which discomfort would you rather have? Would you rather have the temporary discomfort while not acting on a craving? Or would you have that discomfort the next day? And really think about which lasts longer and which is more painful. It's a really powerful, powerful set of questions. And going back to more cravings and trigger questions, what are your three biggest triggers? What are your strategies for avoiding or reducing exposure to each trigger? What are at least three ways you can cope with cravings? What are three of your warning signs that lead to increased drinking? What activities or skills do you enjoy that can get your mind off of drinking? And who are three people you can talk to if you're thinking about drinking? So then the last category of questions are just more life-changing questions. And I'll, I'll just go through those with you. How can I take more responsibility for what I think, for what I feel, and for what I do related to drinking? How can I take more responsibility? What can I do to feel my emotions instead of drinking them today? How would I like to feel today? And how can I be a more nurturing parent to myself? How will I make today better than yesterday? How can I make my future more exciting than my past? What am I grateful for? How can I honor my body today? And the last question is, how can I live my best life? So those are just, that's that's not even all 100 of them. (laughs) Those are just a few of them. And I really hope that you find these questions useful. Um, I hope that you continue to ask great questions. And if you find that you need extra help and support changing your drinking, I do have other free resources. I'll link to them in the show notes. I have a 30-day dry guide um, and I have that 10-day holiday. If you just want to do a small 10-day break, you're certainly welcome to do that. And just to end the show, I just always like to remind people that you're not broken and recovery is possible. So no matter where you are on your journey, I want to encourage you to keep practicing, keep going. You are worth it. And every day you practice not drinking is a day you can learn from. Thank you so much, everyone. Please reach out to me if you have any questions. 
you can email me at deb at alcoholtippingpoint.com. I hope you found this helpful. If you liked it, feel free to review the podcast, share it so you can help other people as well. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you next week. Hey everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Alcohol Tipping Point. I'm always here for you guys, so please feel free to reach out and talk to me on Instagram at Alcohol Tipping Point and check out my website, alcoholtippingpoint.com. Again, I hope you can use these tips we talked about for the rest of your week. And until then, see you next time.